Welcome to Camp Creep. Hi, I'm Tish. And I'm Lauren. We are the camp counselors here at Camp Creep Podcast. Just two ghouls talking about anthology horror. Starting with Tales from the Crypt. Each week we crack some dad jokes. And ask the hard questions like, does the Crypt Keeper have a Wikifeed account? Creep through the Crypt with us every Thursday starting July 1st. Subscribe today on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. See you soon, campers. I'm still yawning. Don't. Probably because I've been sitting on my butt for three hours. Probably because you ate a hot dog. <laughs> why why that cut so deep i don't know <laughs> you started crying i wanted protein i got protein hello you are listening to or so they say the podcast where two sisters travel small town america one ghostly tale at a time i'm kelsey and I'm Megan. My throat's starting to close up. This is oh it. Oh my this god! Is I no, I was trying to stop it, but it just could it be the thirty ounce sweet tea you drink? No, it was probably thirty two ounces. Thank you, <laughs> and it couldn't possibly. So, <laughs> dang it. Well, we're back from what feels like forever. I don't really know why. I <sighs> it it feels like it's been a month since our last regular it episode. It does. Oh, what? yeah, because we just had the listener episode. I was like, why does it feel like forever? I don't know. It's, why do I always feel like we're getting back on the back on the horse every time we do this? I don't understand why it's so, <laughs> it feels so weird, but it does. But anyway, it's hot, folks. Oh, my God. It's so, uh, this heat is unprecedented. I'm so annoyed. I, like, you get, it's the kind of heat where you get in your car and you can't breathe. Like, the air is so thick. My body is not made for this. No. I, at 4th of July, I tried to sit outside. I was sitting under a canopy in a lawn chair, not, I mean, being as still as possible. Mm -hmm. And I just felt myself melting. I felt my butt sitting in a pool of sweat. I'm like, I'm gonna go sit in my car. And just, like, <laughs> ran the air for five minutes and got back outside and was like... <sighs> well, I was again. in my house. I keep my house at a cool, calm, and collected 69 degrees. Ha <laughs> ha. I know. And I actually ripped up carpet in a room, which hope actually this room. So if it sounds a little different, hopefully it doesn't sound more chamber oh. echoey. But there's no carpet in here now. But I'll tell you what. I was dripping sweat off my eyebrows, off my nose. When I would bend over to roll up the carpet, it's just like drip, drip, drip. And I was like, well, that's nasty. Good thing we're throwing this carpet away. I had to mow my lawn in three sessions. I, I just physically could not. I'm still in the boot, so I was mowing my lawn in a boot. Leave me alone. Like, it had to be done. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, global warming's real. Anyway, so this week, <laughs> we headed up, down, up, up. West. No, where? <laughs> what? We Which went direction? East. east? Okay, North we went east to Franklin, technically Amity slash Franklin, Indiana. Indiana. It's like, I think, township, city, state. So Amity, Franklin, Indiana. Not too far. It's about hour 45 from here. Pretty close to Indy. Mm -hmm. So our central Indiana folks. Yes. Hi, we were there. Kind of. Hey, what's up? And this one, 
well, I'm going to get into it when I start talking about the history, but this location is called the grave in the middle of the road. So it's very cryptic. I'll let you think on what it could possibly be Mm -hmm. (laughs) while we talk about the wine that we chose. Oh, Oh. wine. Yeah, drink. I, I guess I... It's a drink. I. It's a wine. I was gonna say drink, but I just spoiled it. It's a wine. It's okay. It, you knew it was coming. We had that beer last time, and then it was just like a, a free for all. Free for all. The listener episode. Yeah, I guess that's true. Okay. If so any of you are paying attention, we're not. No, so clearly we're not. This week we have a wine, and it's mm-hmm. a white wine. Thank the Lord. Like I don't hate red wines, but I feel like we've been doing a lot lately. So we're it's finally been a while. Back. We are yeah. back. And this, y'all, at a. At a point in the future, I have a feeling we're going to stop, quote unquote, pairing these and just drinking whatever we want because it shouldn't be this hard. No. <laughs> it should not be this difficult to find drinks to match up with what we're talking about, but it is. So this week, mostly because morbid curiosity, I guess, yeah. we are drinking, what are we drinking, Megan? Because the label's facing you. Oh, I'm sorry. This week, we are drinking Tasty Brand. So if any of you watch buzzfeed if any of you have ever had a facebook (laughs) yeah we're drinking tasty's seriously sauve blanc and sauvignon blanc here here's the stretch here's how we got here so and when we say (laughs) it's called seriously it's spelled s-r-s-l-y yes so seriously seriously and the reason why we chose it is this is going to sound wild but the grave in the middle of the road is in fact a grave in the middle of a road and when people are like is it and, and they're like oh like there's a grave in the middle of the road and we're like yes yes, yes. in this case seriously seriously <laughs> so that's we mean that very seriously it, it, yeah dead serious it, it is not cryptic in the slightest they spelled it out for you actually if you map it google map apple map whatever you use if you use apple map you're wrong <laughs> y- you can search grave in the middle of the road like it's a mcdonald's or something and it pops up that's what it's called Mm -hmm. so we're drinking seriously tasty tasty brand yeah the one that does all the cooking and you know what god bless them because i'll go ahead and read the back here it says from the internet's favorite kitchen straight to your dinner table tasty's seriously sauvignon blanc is a is a sure compliment to any meal it notes of tropical fruit and white peach its notes of tropical <laughs> fruit and white peach are lively and refreshing with a mouthwatering finish. Pair this smooth wine with a creamy, tasty recipe like one pot chicken and goat cheese pasta oh, and indulge cheese. in the deliciousness. Now that's what we call tasty. Nice. Here's what <laughs> I'm looking forward to about tasty. I feel like tasty is for the common folk. They just they show you like all these they'll show you fancy recipes, but then it's also here's 31 of your favorite crock pot recipes like they make videos for real people so i'm like this was an affordable wine it wasn't even 10 bucks uh it was right i think it came up sale oh that's true that one was even uh six dollars yeah five dollars six dollars after tax and it just i don't know i'm just hoping it it's like common wine for common people not super fancy not super crazy but Mm -hmm. not you know barefoot or well, see, and they, it tells you right below the description what to pair it with, but it's it says pair with easy cast iron cheese asparagus quiche or the one pot chicken and goat cheese pasta, but they're not going to leave you hanging. It says find these recipes 
here and it gives you their website of course it ah, gives you their website wonderful and it's got all their social media of course of Mm -hmm. course and this comes from walla walla washington by the way oh my (laughs) god i just want to let you know so on that note it's a five dollar bottle of wine so this shouldn't be a surprise Mm -hmm. it's a cracker it's a cracker (laughs) so megan you want to go ahead and do the honors yeah of opening the common folks wine i will three two one Oh my goodness. I, yes, yes, indeed. We're giving it a sniff. Megan seems indifferent, indifferent. It's a white wine. (laughs) See, I'm a red wine person, so that's why I don't dislike white wine. I just prefer like Malbec's or Shiraz. Um, I really like the Tepernillo that we yeah drink that one yeah. time i like the spicier sorry i got a little dribble there spicy <laughs> wines hearty if you will okay so let me give it a sniff smells for some reason just because it's their packaging like it's the tasty brand logo it looks like it should be like a comically sweet wine megan is smiling but like in a mischievous way so i don't know if it's good or not I'm going to take a drink um, and find out. <laughs> it's not bad. It's um incredibly subtle. But crisp, it's a nice crisp in the middle of the tongue. It's odd. It's it's not super sweet. I thought it would be and maybe it's just because the packaging leads me to believe it, it almost looks a little childish. It's not this is gonna sound crazy. I'm not good with tasting notes. I don't want to call it a spice. It's a little dry on the tip, almost. Hear me out. Peppery. I, <laughs> I, I, yeah, maybe. To me, it's all in the middle of the tongue and back. I. It's interesting. I'll say mm. for five dollars, I'm not complaining at all. No, I mean, I'm smiling. I have a sly smile because I'm <laughs> genuinely surprised at how how refreshing it tastes. It is. It's a very simple wine. I would drink, like, t- 10 out of 10 would recommend if you're looking for a cheap, good wine and you yeah. don't have a crazy palate. I think the regular price on it was less than $10 yeah, It was still. like $9.98 or something. And we got it <laughs> at our local Walmart. So, I mean... <laughs> surely you can find it somewhere near you Hmm. well looking at the back of the bottle now i just want one pot chicken and goat cheese Uh, pasta i love goat cheese so Uh, did i tell you the horrid story that happened to me when we had the the log the mini log of goat cheese it was like cinnamon cranberry Mm. goat cheese and these water crackers and it was so good we made our own little tiny cheese board i will say that's the other thing with goat cheese sweet or savory still doesn't matter it's doesn't lovely matter. Uh, a kitten showed up at our door so of course priorities we went took care <laughs> of the kitten maybe like 10 minutes or so came back in not a single speck was left and maple maddie's little our child our little shih tzu <laughs> sitting on the couch as if nothing had happened not a cracker not a like she licked that board clean she ate the entire log of goat cheese oh i never hmm. <laughs> she almost went over the rainbow bridge i know <laughs> it's not that deep and i know maddie heard it she's gonna come around the corner and give me some stink eyes or send me a text message she did not go over the rainbow bridge she is fine and well in the she other in the other room. with us 
Jesus. Uh, but eat my goat cheese again, and maybe that won't be the same. So. <laughs> Okay, all right, reel it in, seriously. So, uh, there it is. Now, <laughs> she just sent me a text message with like, <laughs> she's she's not dead, is she? She's fine, everyone. It's fine. Maple's fine. It's she, fine. she knows she won't eat goat cheese again, though. We had a serious talk. <laughs> Did we have a serious blow up too? Like, did she just literally no, dump no, her bowels No, she everywhere? ate like a whole thing of dark chocolate, I believe, sometime. <laughs> I'm sure I'll get a text here in a second correcting me because she can hear from the other room. But she ate like a whole thing of chocolate. She was fine. I think that one, she there was an explosion, if you will. But Oh, God. Other than that, no, she's pretty resilient. Ooh. She's our personal little Roomba. Oh. literally drop anything you're like maple look right here and you point with your toe it's dark chocolate she said in all caps <laughs> all right get out of my episode maddie <laughs> anyway let's get to the episode speaking of no mm. all right muting her we're gonna mute her for a little while <laughs> now i'm covering the history on this place there is a lot there's also a, a lot of repetition so it's going to jump around a little bit. I took from, I think, four different sources. and But a lot of it, like I said, is very repetitive. There are some things that I'm going to rehash, but it's for reasons that we will get to. So starting with the Indie Star. Very reputable, obviously. They mm-hmm. would know a lot. They're there. <laughs> this is back from 2016. Okay. And we're starting strong with when you look this up, the article title says... Remains of seven found in grave in the middle of the road. Oh. So not only, like, there's just a lot to unpack in that title, so let's get to unpacking. For about 185 years, folks in Johnson County knew that Nancy Curlin Barnett's remains have rested in a grave now bounded on both sides by a country road. It turns out, she had company. Oh. (laughs) I know, we like to make it dramatic, don't we? Archaeologists who exhumed the grave in the middle of the road so the pavement could be widened had uncovered the remains of at least seven people, two women, a man, and four children. Who they are... Sorry, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) They wrote it in an odd way, so I just wasn't prepared for that inflection. But I did highlight this because we will come back to it. This is from the Indie Star in 2016. It says, who they are remains a mystery for now. University of Indianapolis archaeologist Christopher W. Schmidt said it is likely that his team uncovered a small cemetery. So now, that's why it's called the grave in the middle of the road, but actually a lot of people refer to it as a cemetery because there were seven bodies. Whether it was a family plot, whether it's other people because they don't know, it apparently is just a little cemetery in Mm -hmm. the middle of the road. And this is a quote from Christopher Schmidt, the archaeologist from University of Indianapolis. My hope is that going forward, it will be viewed as a Barnett family cemetery in the middle of a street, Schmidt told Indy Star on Tuesday. It's really, it really is a family plot. So I don't know why he's saying that when we don't have proof of who the bones belong to. Okay. But they didn't do like DNA testing or? At this point, no. I, I could jump down my notes because I highlighted the parts. I tried to make it simpler for me. But we'll get there. At this point, they don't know. And they do do DNA testing, but there's conflicting information from source to source so uh, okay <laughs> evidence showed that at least two bodies had been disturbed by excavation around the mound over the years the bones of an adult male appeared to have been dug up collected collected together and reburied schmidt said 
So someone just oh. like dug him up and they're like, uh, whoops. And yeah, just like back. put him back, just shuffled all the bones back in the hole. I don't know. Schmidt and his students began the recovery on May 11th. This is back in 2016. It would have taken a week or two for a single grave, Schmidt said, but with so many bones dispersed from their original graves, it ended up taking more than a month. Sounds about like Indy Road construction, <laughs> Indiana Road construction. So who's surprised? Not us. Nobody. <laughs> The discovery of the additional bodies also means County Road 400 south east of US 31, that's where the grave is, will remain closed for a while longer with no opening date scheduled. If that's not the most Indiana thing I've (laughs) ever heard. We're in a holding period, Highway Director Luke Mastin told the Johnson County Commissioners during their meeting Monday. I don't want to start constructing and find out that we didn't leave enough room. I mean... That's fair. Yeah. So, well, especially since you're dealing with the remains of somebody, so it's not just a a couple inches here. Like, no, no. Right, and you'll find out here in a moment. It's not even a because if it was a forgotten somebody, that's one thing. But this person was definitely not forgotten, and we'll get there. Schmidt and his team of UND archaeology students were called in last month to exhume the remains so the Johnson County Highway Department could widen and improve County Road 400 south near Amity. Yes. Students? So this was just like a project. It was like a school project. All right, guys. So for today, we're actually going to take a field trip. (laughs) (laughs) Grab your shovels, kids. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm assuming, I'm wondering if they're like graduate students. I don't. Yeah. Because I feel like archaeology takes a lot of schooling and i feel like they wouldn't just take freshmen out like (laughs) let's get that hands-on experience like when you go to the indiana state uh state what do they call it like the forest or whatever yeah and you get dirt samples and water samples Mm -hmm. and tree samples that was really fun though i hope everybody got to do that yeah (laughs) except that's when i learned i don't like canoeing so that's a thing oh we didn't canoe Oh, we canoed out in the water and got water samples to test the bacteria levels. Oh, I don't remember. I'll be honest. (laughs) It's been a long time. Any hoot. So, yes, students. The two-lane country road. They keep saying country and county. Figure it out. The two-lane country road was built around what historians had mistakenly believed was Barnett's solitary grave. Which... That's already kind of a douchey thing. They knew they knew a grave was there and they're like, "Well, got to put it in." Just can't put this road anywhere else. Which I believe it gets covered at some point. It's it, I think it will get co- actually, let me just shut my mouth and go a little bit longer. It should tell you why they went ahead and built around her anyway. It goes on to say Barnett died. This is an, this is another thing I highlighted. I swear we'll get to all of it. Barnett died in 1831. Okay, shouldn't okay. be anything controversial. Have you given their first name? Nancy. Okay, I didn't know if you'd said it yet. At yes, this it's point. Nancy. Okay. So, according to local lore, her last request to be, was to be buried on the grassy hill near Sugar Creek. Other bodies were buried nearby, and the site became a small cemetery. So, I mean, we know that now, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. In the early 1900s, Johnson County officials decided to build County Road 400 right through Barnett's gravesite. When workers arrived to move Barnett's remains in 1905, so they didn't even check. They're just like, mm, gotta move this, I guess. But they arrived, lo- uh, and local historians say that they were greeted by her grandson, Daniel G. Doty, standing vigil with a shotgun in hand. Oh! So, <laughs> so Grandmama is not moving. Man. And it says the story was that Barnett's grave remained undisturbed while the others were moved. Schmidt said the evidence proves otherwise. 
And if Mr. This is a quote. If Mr. Doty's story is correct, Schmidt said, he didn't just protect his grandmother. He also prevented all the graves from being moved. So he was just determined to not let this grave move. So I think they had already started constructing and they're like, well, what do you want us to do? Because we're already constructing. He's like, I don't care. I'll kill you if you try to move this. So well, that's kind of silly. OK, the whole there are people whose job is to plot land and to say we can go here but you can't go here these are these are landlines these are you know how curvy the freaking roads are here you couldn't give it a little curve that exactly there there's i know there's a farm on one side but the other side is just just woods, woods. which now is somebody's property i'm sure but back in 1905 did i say the early 1900s it may not have been or they could have paid them good money to be like can we cut into a quarter of an acre of your land right like we'll give you x dollars if we can have this yeah just not very well thought out again never have i heard anything more indiana so <laughs> anyway the recovered bones are being kept at UND in a secure facility on monday commissioners voted to pay for dna analysis on the bones and on barnett's living descendants for comparison they expect the testing will cost about six thousand dollars again this is back in 2016 so i'd like to think we'd have some information by now yeah We'll find out, I suppose. <laughs> All right. When the tests are done and the roadwork is complete, the seven sets of remains will be placed in new coffins and respectfully reburied in the mound overlooking Sugar Creek. So at this point, the roadwork's not even done. Because, so they had built the original road. Dodie was like, nah, I'll kill you. So they just kind of built around the mound. And then as time goes on, vehicles get bigger. You need more room. They widen Farm the roads. Farm equipment. Yes, they widen the roads. And that's when... They had to redo all of it. So it was like, I've got some pictures here that we'll have on the website. It was like an actual mound. Oh, It was okay. like its own little hill. And then they went to flatten that, and that's when they found all the bodies. Huh. So it looks very different now. It, it just looks like a median. It is the median, actually. Yeah. They, and they put the concrete slab there to protect. Because, it, I mean, it, there's a plaque on the median, and I'm sure... They are under the concrete, under Very the median. Far, yeah. And it's it was to protect the grave and make sure that nothing happened to it. So, yeah. And going forward, the grave in the middle of the road will be rightfully remembered as a cemetery. So, correction. There we go. It's a cemetery. But I think I'm going to still keep this named grave in the middle of the road because that's how you what find it. What it's most it. commonly known as. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it diminishes the specialness of the site whatsoever, Schmidt said. It is still that special historical place. So that's the story from the Indie Star, which I do think the Indie Star is reputable. The information that they get from people is what they get. It's not like they just have to deal the hand that they're dealt. And that's yeah. what they were dealt. And now let's get into some controversy. Oh, good. So this next section. My favorite. Yeah. This next section I got. This is from 2019, May of 2019, so a lot closer. And I've heard of this group before. It's called Through Two Eyes, Through the Number Two Eyes, Indiana. And it's these two guys that have grown up in Indiana their whole lives, and they just basically are like, tell me an interesting story, tell me something interesting in your town. And they research it, and it's very, it's very interesting. At first, admittedly, when I found it, I thought it was a little dry. Then I saw they did this, and I... I see the point of it more since I read in depth, but yeah, if you're, if you're a big history buff, especially like hometown history buff, mm -hmm. and you're from Indiana, obviously, 
sorry, burping over here. <laughs> I would get I would check them out. They've got a Twitter account. They have a website, obviously, and that's where this came from. It's called The Middle of the Road. And I only stole stole borrowed. I'm quoting here little tidbits from this <laughs> website because a lot of it, like I said, is reiteration. This says Nancy Curlin Barnett was one of the earliest to move to Johnson County when she died when she did in 1821. In fact, Johnson County wasn't even established until 1823, the same year that the county seat of Franklin was platted, which like side note, I we had to look up what a county seat was cuz I was curious. And apparently what was it when there's smaller cities and towns within a county cuz I mean there not just one city makes up a county. Mm-hmm. So like each individual city has their little arm of government. I don't know what the heck, branch of government. Mm-hmm. They have to have a voice. Yes. Well, there is sort of like a head of the county. So it's like uh, towns, counties, states. Yeah. So on. Yeah. So on and so forth until you get to the top. So Franklin, Johnson County, where Franklin is, is considered like the head of everything in the county. So weird. Good for them. <laughs> Franklin was. We'll get oh my there. god! Yeah. We'll okay. There. Yeah, we'll get there. So Nancy married William Barnett in February of 1808. So she was young. I believe it'll say somewhere down the line. I think she was 14 when she got married. Which 1808? I suppose you're already what getting close to. <laughs> I don't want to say no half life expectancy. Not really. I feel like people probably lived to their 50s or 60s then. But what have you. William, oh God, I know why I highlighted this one now. I don't know why. I'm going to say it, and I feel like you're going to roll your eyes the same way I did. So she married in 1808. William happens to be the great-great-great-grandson of Pocahontas and John Rolfe. (laughs) (sighs) Your face. Um, I can't think of the meme that you just made, but it's just, ooh, the little girl that's just vibing in the background listening to Sam Smith with her, like, glitter eyeshadow (laughs) on, and she just... Mm. And that's what you looked like just now. <laughs> it is Sam Smith, right? Stay with me. I yeah, I, I think, think so. so. That just came out of nowhere. Man, okay, everyone is related to Pocahontas. Abraham, I put a-, a T at the end of Pocahontas. I didn't mean to. Pocahontas. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Um, I feel like there's always George Washington. George Washington. There's president presidents and things like that. Y'all. Disney is a lie. We all know this, but for some reason, if you don't know, go ahead and look up the real story of Pocahontas. It's not cute. Literally, none of it is cute. She was basically forced into what happened to her. Yeah, and she was a child. Her identity and whitewashed. She so. was a child when she married John Rolfe, not John Smith. John Smith was there way before Pocahontas was ever there. John Rolfe shows up and he's like, mm, this 13-year-old looks like a good bride and then had children. So... I had to read that for in um, college, one of my English classes. I can't remember. It was fun. Very fun. <laughs> uh, don't you love how history whitewashes every American history, whitewashes everything? We're not going to get into it, but it's terrible. Look it up sometime. Before- anyway, long story. <laughs> don't believe you about that, but whatever. No, Where's no. paperwork? Great, great, great. Once you hit the third grade, I'm, I'm struggling to believe yeah. you. So anyway, except... We are related to, what is he, our, like, fifth great uncle, Mordecai Brown, Mordecai Three Fingers Brown, but that's, like, a little more... That's not... F- I mean, that's he more was s- kind of famous. He's I was going to say that was more specific. He was the, the pitcher for the Cubs in the early 1900s, I believe, 1912-ish area. Played in the... Not the last time, because they finally won another World Series, but the World Series before that, he 
pitched in or played with them during that era. I can't remember if he played during it. The point is he was a three-fingered pitcher for the Chicago Cubs in the early (laughs) 1900s. So we are related to him. There's our claim to fame. Yeah, that's, that's all we got. Sorry. Anyway, back to the sad stuff. Before Nancy died, she asked that she be buried on the hill. And again, we know that she is there. The remains, now here's their quote from their, this website of Through Two Eyes Indiana. The remains of seven members of the Barnett family were discovered underneath the surface. And scientists and historians believe that they have discovered what is most likely to be a small family plot. They have all been returned to the site. To be fair, this is now three years later, so maybe it's been confirmed that it's the family. Yeah. But And it makes sense if it were a family plot. If you're only finding less than ten people. Yeah. But, you know, I actually, you know what sucks? I don't have the date written for this last one, which would would have been very convenient Mm -hmm. because I want to go ahead and jump down now. I'll probably read it again because I'll forget to skim over it. But jumping down to my next. Well, that's the end of the through two eyes. So I suppose this next one is coming from week in weird, like week days of the week in instead of out weird. Oh, uh yeah. And. A quote that they have at the very bottom, one of the last things I have written is, The stray bones are currently undergoing DNA testing with Nancy Curlin Barnett's living relatives to determine just who they belong to. So at that point in time, they didn't know who it was. And for some reason, I feel like it was in the midst of either or. Mm-hmm. So I, you'd think it would have been confirmed. you think I would have found something that confirmed it. And maybe through two eyes did confirm it. But I, I don't know. Don't know. Mm, don't know. Don't care. How's Someone that somewhere knows something. <laughs> yeah. Reach out. Barnett family. We know everyone in Franklin, Indiana is listening to us right now. So, hey, what's up? How's it going? <laughs> beautiful, beautiful city. It's great. Oh, wonderful. But now for the whole weekend weird. This, I, it is going to reiterate, but we've gone over kind of the general history of the grave and how it came to be. We're here for the spooky stuff. We're always here for the spooky stuff. So now, let's get into the spooky stuff. <laughs> From Weekend Weird, one of Indiana's most haunted... <laughs> oh, we're Our starting strong. Our line. favorite line. One of Indiana's most haunted hotspots has been scaring off midnight visitors and road workers alike for hundreds of years. Is it, though? Is it? I just... Mm. for the better part of a century road crews in indiana have been terrified of disturbing a single grave that sits to this day in the middle of county road 400 in amity they've been so scared in fact that rather than flatten the plot out and move the remains they've opted to split the lanes and pave around it you might wonder why a lone burial plot would be such a source of fear and for the answer you have to go way back to 1808 Mm. get in your time machine that's that's a terrible time machine don't do that whatever the doctor who noises i'm not gonna put it here because i'm not about to pay royalties but we 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 we, okay we're here (laughs) well before the road crews began painting white lines on fresh pavement the town of amity indiana was just a small village that popped up near sugar creek in 1808 14 year old nancy curlin married william bartlett bartlett oh that's barnett it says bartlett that can't be right. Liar. See, talk about the inconsistencies. I can't deal with this. I need consistency <laughs> in my life. I'm tired of being lied to. I've been lied to so many times. <laughs> Sorry. We're talking about the story. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Is it hot in here? Jesus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, she popped out 11 kids. 
What? Who has time? Who has the time? Oh my god. I don't know, but she passed away just 23 years later at the age of 37. So, like, if she was having a kid back to back to back to back, she still was probably then only alive for, what is math, 14, 11 kids. Let's add two years just for the sake of whatever. Uh That's 26. So she had 10 years with her kids or something like that. Don't, Matt, I'm a music (laughs) major. I don't want to hear it. 37. So if she was 37, she had 11 years with her kids. That sucks. Yeah. Anyway, so Nancy's grandson, Daniel G. Doty, so incensed that the remains of his family would be disrespected, cocked his shotgun and set up camp on his grandmother's plot, threatening, threat, threatening, threatening any worker who da- dared to approach the mound. Like, that's dumb because it's just like, he. I just know someone's going to want my family plot, so I'm just going to sit here day and night with my shotgun. I don't know. I don't know. I, he sounds like, I don't, well, never mind. Daniel, if you're listening, you're a great guy, I bet. But anyway, D- Daniel defended the patch of land for several weeks until the county threw in the towel and agreed to leave Nancy's grave untouched. Having already paved the roads up to that point, they had no choice but to split the lanes down the middle and work around the plot. They said work around the, the plot, but I'm going to go ahead and save them that, even though I just said it out loud. Redacted. Go on. In August 1912, Nancy's grave received a historical marker, officially cementing its place in the legends of Amity, Indiana. And for over 100 years, the site has sat relatively untouched, but that hasn't stopped it from gaining a reputation as, ready, one of the most haunted cemeteries in the state. Of course. Isn't this now the fifth most haunted cemetery in the state? Something to that effect? You know, I stopped (laughs) counting. I, I stopped. And you want, do you, would you guys like to know if it's one of the most haunted cemeteries in the state? We'll get there. <laughs> Late night visitors have reported everything from phantoms appearing in front of their car, appearing, appearing in front of their cars as they approach the mound, to disembodied voices whispering in the night, to electrical problems with their cars. It's almost as if Nancy can't get any rest with the traffic so close by. And then, honestly, cor- I believe that I believe. <laughs> I, we have to stop here every now and then to listen to the cars go by on my street, and I don't live in anywhere near a busy road. I suppose that's a county road, but still, I'd be angry. They got trucks. They're loud. And she was born in ni- or 18, 1808, died in... I already done said it. No, um, you know what? Their dates are all sorts of effed up because she, was she born died in the early 1793 and died in 1831. Yes. Then why 1808? Oh, she got married then. But point is... There were not vehicles like this. Like, I'm convinced if she's not at rest, it's because, like, she was not used to lift kit Ford F-350s going along with the balls hanging off the back of the truck because they have literally everything to prove, I guess. I don't know. She just wasn't ready for all that. I have two more. I'm sorry, this is a little long, but like I said, there was a lot of history, and I felt like even though some of it reiterated, some of it was controversial to whatever, I, I just wanted to cover it. So this is from the SS Times. I will be 100% with you. I can't remember what SS stands for, but I'm sure it's great. Because <laughs> this just covers a little more. I'm wanting Because I covered a lot of the history part of it. This is more in the haunted aspect of it. And they wrote, Myth has become fact in the minds of many. Anything from this being the great... <laughs> oh, this is why I put it in here. I had a moment of like, do I want to read this? I'll be... Like, sometimes I think on the fly when I'm doing this, but I did put it in here for a reason. Because I don't know if you read on this one. I don't know if you knew this. 
uh, there are people that say myth has become fact in the minds of many. Anything from this being the grave of an Indian princess to that of her having been a witch. Please. <laughs> a dime a dozen. Right. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've heard this a million times. It's not... I just can't stand that that is what myths are is everything everything is a witch everything is a indian if they say indian princess that's a direct quote mm-hmm. which is not correct but it grow up i don't what was i gonna <laughs> say get a little creative jesus everybody has one of those yeah and who cares if it's a freaking witch i hope she comes back and gets you some claim phantoms appear in front of their cars at the grave some swear that disembodied voices whisper blah 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 the, or just teens looking for the brush of, of a, the afterlife. I don't know. I just thought that was dumb that they're like, it could be an Indian princess. It could be a whatever. No, I mean, there's at least, we can go back far enough that we know who this is. Like, Yeah. So the last thing I is actually not about the grave. I just wanted to put this in here because it does seem unique. And we mentioned that this is a very unique spot. There's not many graves or cemeteries in the middle of roads, like quite literally in the middle of the road. If you don't move over, you will hit her and she will be sad. Mm -hmm. There's another one. I was when I was looking up information for this, I found it and I was like, oh, this has information. Like I was reading the little snippet and I was like, oh, this I haven't heard this yet. So I opened it and it's because it's not this one. It is from hmm, Delanega, Georgia. Oh, there's a grave in the middle of the road. And theirs is a roundabout. They get a whole roundabout. Oh, well, that's And I just better. thought, the guy, I watched a video about it, and the guy who told the story, unfortunately, I hope he doesn't hear uh, it, was a little dry. I don't know why. He just, something about the way he told it. But it was still interesting. And it's funny because it says, apparently there's a grave in the middle of the road in Delanega, Georgia. And the grave is of Trilita. A Cherokee princess. Oh. But but of course it is. And it's marked by a large pile of stones. He actually took a video of this. It's true. It's like got to be at least five or six feet high of just little stones that people have thrown. It says her tribe living on Cedar Mountain knew the secret of the magic springs of eternal youth from the witch of Cedar Mountain. Trilita was kidnapped by a rejected suitor, Wasiga, who took her far away and she lost her beauty. Uh, as she was dying, Wasiga promised to bury her near her home in the mag- and the Magic Springs. I like wrote it wrong. I was like, who's the Magi? So it's oh. the Magic Springs. And then oh. Customa wrote, what? Oh, I was that sounded very say- forceful. What? No, I was just going to say when what you read just before that about people thinking that Nancy's grave could be that of... A witch or a... Yeah, a native princess, something like that. Mm -hmm. Then maybe they're picking that up. Because we're not saying... We know nothing about this other one. So that could... We can't knock that story. Could be true. Maybe they're mixing stories up and people are like, well, I heard this. And they accidentally picked up the Georgia story instead of Indiana. Right. And it's... I mean, it is possible. This one, it's custom arose among native americans and they said and later whites i don't know why it's just all very choice wordy man uh to drop stones or in this case since it's now on a roundabout people will like throw stones out their car window at this and it just keeps piling up for good fortune and apparently there's some they think there's a curse on it because twice now the department highways have tried to move it relocate it whatever and both times someone has died 
Mm. So, <laughs> so yeah, nice. he said like people will paint stones and throw them in there and oh, write little cute. things on the stones and throw them in there. It's just a giant pile of rocks in a in a roundabout. Oh, well. So, interesting. Lots lots to unpack there. My bad. I let that I let that drag on for a little. I suppose like it, it wasn't too bad. It just felt like a long time. <laughs> no, you're fine. Interesting stuff. Yeah, now I'm interested in that other one cuz I do visit Georgia. Um relatively often mm -hmm. so i'll have to see where that's at georgia's on not that trip. far away but once you get to georgia you're in georgia for about 48 hours like it's because yeah. we took a lot of trips as kids down to florida and it's indiana neat kentucky mm -hmm. cool georgia 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 <laughs> georgia and i think you get out of georgia for a second into another state but then georgia Mm -hmm. To get back to Florida. Yeah, you do. Oh, my God. It it's was weird. an actual nightmare. <laughs> it takes, honestly, the 18-hour trip or wherever you're going in Florida. We would go to, like, Clearwater. So, I think that's, like, 18 hours. The 18-hour trip, eight of it is spent in Georgia, and that's not a joke. <laughs> that is not a joke. We only, we go just south of Atlanta. So, not Atlanta is more on the north side mm -hmm. of Georgia, so we don't have to get, like, terribly far into it. Right. But we visited savannah one time when we were mm -hmm. there savannah bananas and <laughs> the uh tybee island yes is the other place we went so those are east mm -hmm. keep going east well anyway yeah maybe we'll, maybe we'll check that one out one day who knows like because they're saying it's haunted or cursed i don't know well well maybe we'll know i'll say we'll never know but maybe maybe who we knows just might yeah that's so that's what I got. That's the history, haunted and otherwise. For the most part, it stays pretty consistent, but there are some eleven kids. Are you kidding me? I'm just I'm sorry, it just struck me again. I don't have time for any children, really, let alone eleven. My cats are already too much time. People are gonna think I have kids at this point. I had to tell Maddie when she got out of the shower earlier. I was like, "Your son was trying to get in the food, and oh. it's her. It's our cats. <laughs> we it's have okay. What three cats and a dog? It's not terrible. And a fish tank and a bearded dragon. Uh oh. We also want chickens. <laughs> oh my gosh, and quails and bees. Okay, yikes! That's it. <laughs> Save the bees. Just cats right now. Just cats for me for now, and your garden. And my garden that, oh, I've got to do something. <laughs> okay. I did not anticipate them to all live. <laughs> so now we're starting to like. That was very irresponsible of you. I, I know. To grow all these children and not expect to take care of well, all Well, I should have done more research. I didn't realize how big some of them would get. And I was just like, oh, you're still growing. <laughs> neat, neat. I'm, mind you, I'm growing, need I remind you, I'm growing a mango tree. So like, <laughs> I'll get back to you in about yeah, six Yeah, who's years. irresponsible? We live in Indiana. Kelsey, where are you going it's to It's my that? baby. It's doing so good. <laughs> Jesus, at least I'm growing like tomatoes and sage and mint and. A witch. Not sage. Why did I say? Mint. Mint? No, I'm growing mint and chamomile. What is the other thing I'm growing? Basil? I don't remember. Thyme? I'll think of it. Just leave okay, okay. me. <laughs> okay, we're getting off Basil. Topic. I do have basil. S I don't see. know where sage came from. Please ignore not me. Not a witch. I'm not a witch. <laughs> we cannot say that, I don't think. Uh, yeah, that's wine and is crime. Is copyrighted? Sorry. Yeah, wine and crime, if that's copyrighted. Sorry. It's, again... 
If you haven't listened to Wine and Crime, go do it. It's so good. That episode cracks me up. It's just a little old lady passing out candy. But <laughs> and people are like, she's a witch, not a witch, just passing out candy. Uh, it's very funny. We've talked about them since episode one, you guys. Please go listen to them. Any hoot. Shoo, I'm so sorry. My goodness. So now we're going to get into our Spooky actual. Stuff. Uh, yes, our experience at the grave in the middle of the road. So we drove all the way out here. We knew it was going to be in the middle of a in the middle of a road, haha. Yeah. But we had no idea the kind of traffic that would be on that road. Because uh, I mean, you can look at it on a map. You can even get the satellite view, but you're not going to know how busy it's going to be. Right. This is a public road. Yes. Because we've had a conversation about this. We are trying to get more established locations, mm -hmm. mostly for like safety reasons and, you know, legal reasons. We get more wary of going to places that aren't necessarily places that you should be going. Yeah. So we just wanted to kind of get a feel, feel for the things place. out. Yes. I mean, we drove all this way, so we're hoping that we are not going to be disappointed when we get there. But they did say that people visit this grave often. Yes. Kids are always out there checking it out. And we're like, well, that's a good or a bad thing cuz if it's that busy, then are we going to have to wait in line to check this out? Cuz that's happened before 100% where we pull up and there's like a line of cars and we're like, why? It feels like you're in line for a roller coaster. It really does. <laughs> it does. So we pull up and it is just this winding, hilly country road in the middle of farmland. Mm -hmm. And we were worried that there wasn't going to be a place to park because once we came up on it, it does the road, it just splits and you have this raised median and a flat grave. Mm -hmm. And there's a, the only thing, if you were just driving by really quickly, you wouldn't even notice it. You're like, that's a weird place to put a median. Yeah, so right. it's maybe 10 feet long and then nothing. Yeah, maybe, maybe a little, a little more than longer, that, like yeah. 15 feet long, mm -hmm. 20 feet long, something like that. But no reason for it unless you knew what it was. The only thing that sticks out is that there's a, uh, oh, what do you call that? Like a, oh my God, a, a marker. Sign? They call a it a marker. marker. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a sign that just says Barnett Cemetery. And it gives you a quick little history on why there's a median there. And then you look down, you say, oh, there's Yeah, I think it covers the got married, died, husband died, which like the husband ended up drowning. Like he lived. I think 30 more years or something like that. He My lived goodness. a while, but he ended up drowning in a nearby river, which rip in peace. That sucks. Yeah. Like <laughs> drowning. I'm, I'm not afraid of water, but I feel like drowning would be one of my top three ways to not die. <laughs> anyway, but it, yeah, it mentions her getting married, her dying, him dying, grandson guarding the grave. It's a super quick synopsis of what I just took 30 minutes to explain to you. <laughs> yep. So she's got, um, she does have a headstone. It's a legitimate marker with her name and the dates on it, but it's flat to the ground. Mm -hmm. So you're not driving by and seeing this, you know, standing up to headstone that you're like, what in the world? No, yeah. it's flat. And like a Hollywood star. I don't, I was trying <laughs> to think of something. That's what I got. We ended up finding a little place to park just off the side of the road perfect size for the car to fit anymore and our back end would have been in the road <laughs> so it, it's 
not I'm sure it was probably part of that person's property, but it's very tiny little gravel plot Mm -hmm. and then a fence, a gate, if you will. And tons of cows, lots and lots Mm -hmm. of cows. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So we go ahead and we park and we go and check out the grave and it is in the middle of the day. We, we do go out here in the daylight and check it out. Stick around for a while. There is pretty relatively steady traffic i would say yeah like we're basically feeling out what the traffic is going to be like if it's this busy now is it going to be a lot more dead later or busier later Mm -hmm. where can we safely stand to do this yeah because you can stand on that median it's wide enough but it's still pretty dangerous to stand there i'd say that median is not more than four feet wide so like stand still in a line (laughs) Like, if in single file, because you cannot stand shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> I, I mean, you probably could, but I would be terrified. Yeah. So we get there, we find the grave, check it out. We know we're going to deal with some traffic, but it doesn't seem like it's constant heavy flow traffic. And we didn't know how to begin this because traffic was still, again, like I said, relatively steady. And it's in the middle of the day, and using our recorders, we probably weren't going to get anywhere with the recorders, is my guess. Is what we had guessed at the time. Mm-hmm. We said, you know what? Let's, it's getting dinner time. <laughs> we hungry. We hungry. So <laughs> we decided to do something we've never done before, and TBH, we're kind of nervous to do, but went ahead, we weighed the pros and cons, and we said, screw it, let's just do it. And we brought out one of our voice recorders right then and turned it on, and we actually left it at the gravesite. And in, a, in an inconspicuous spot. Yeah. Tr- tried to. So, okay, with the one in Georgia, you said people throw pebbles, and there's like a six-foot-tall pile of pebbles. Yeah. Not quite that going on here, but there's still people paying their respects with coins. Mm-hmm. So there's a ton of coins all over this median, and someone has left just fake, like, plastic flowers and put a brick on it to hold the flowers in place. Mm-hmm. So we took our voice recorder, turned it on, gave a quick explanation of where we are, what we're doing, um, we did talk to Nancy just a tiny bit and we said, you know, we're leaving this here for you if there's anything you want to talk about, because people say, legend has it, that you are upset by all of the, the traffic and TBH. Yep, I feel that. So we give her a little bit. We were there maybe two minutes with an explanation and we said, we're going to go ahead and leave this here. And if you want to, if there's anything you want to say that you're not comfortable saying in front of us. Now's your chance to get it off your chest, <laughs> to mm-hmm. do what, say whatever it is you need to say. And we actually left our voice recorder there at the, the gravesite. A little reluctantly, but we figured it was the best way to go about it, to get mm-hmm. as much content as we could. So you don't necessarily have to interact, especially if you've seen other um, haunted, not haunted, supernatural TV shows like mm-hmm. Ghost Adventures. They are, they will constantly set up a camera and a voice recorder. They leave like static cameras and voice recorders everywhere. They have a lot more equipment than we do, but they'll leave equipment and then just leave it for the entire, the entire time they're at the location. So they'll have like six to eight hours worth of footage to go over. Which which I don't envy that at all. (laughs) I couldn't imagine the people 
that have to go through that what they get paid to go through that we went through a fraction of that and (laughs) it was something it took a little while so we leave it and we go to dinner and dinner was wonderful oh it was a cute little place i don't want to say where though yeah i don't want to i'm not going to tell you guys where because we may have uh inadvertently stumbled upon another another haunted haunted location because we can't help ourselves when we're looking for places to go in these types of towns we're looking for something obscure. We're not going to We're not going to a Denny's. I almost said Applebee's. We're not going to like a McDonald's or anything like that. We want to look for something that you can't get anywhere else. Something local. And literally just the description of this place were like, that's Sold. It. The name of it kind of is what immediately got me to click on it. And then I read the description. I said, you guys, we have to go. This is like a 200-year-old building mm-hmm. that is now a restaurant. And it, nothing I read just from their website said it was haunted. I was like, okay, okay. And I get there and we just can't help ourselves. And <laughs> our waiter was really nice. And we asked him, we're like, so uh, this place is old, right? <laughs> and He's started like, like yep. <laughs> easing into the conversation. And lo and behold, they have stories. So we don't want to give too much away on that, but wonderful. Yes. So we're probably headed back to Franklin at some point. Food, realistically, 7 out of 10. I thought it was good. I liked the atmosphere. We had a very odd moment in the restaurant. I felt really bad about it. Yeah, some guy had a little too much to drink, this old man. A lot too much to drink. Here's the thing. I feel bad for, like, old people that go to restaurant bars every night because what else do they have to do? You can't, you can't say what someone's life is like just by looking at them, but this is just... A pretty old guy who drank way too much. Can't even stand up He really couldn't. Someone had to walk behind him to lead him to the bathroom. And all we knew, all we knew at the time was that he got led to the bathroom. Like, cool. Then, like, one of the servers is coming through and cleaning up the floor. And I was, in my mind, I was like, it can't be. I'm like, maybe he was, I was like, was he holding a drink when he walked by? And they were like, I think so. I was like, okay, well, he spilled his drink on the way. And then she comes through. With another rag on the floor. Then she comes through with disinfectant on the floor. I went, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel really bad. This man is never going to find this podcast, so I don't really mind. No. But I just, no. it wasn't even, like, we're not the douchebags that are going to laugh at situations like this. I mostly just felt bad because I'm like, what is what this do dude do? doing that it is literally, what, 8 o'clock on a Tuesday or something like that? And this is the state that you're in. He had wet himself on the way to the mm-hmm. bathroom. Well, and I even heard the waitress say, I can take him home. So he's obviously a regular enough that she knew him enough. I mean, she was offering to drive this man home. Yes. And then our waiter was like, I have to go do something. So I'm wondering if he was like picking up maybe cleaning her up tables in the bathroom. or yeah anything anything to help her how while she took him home yeah, so i don't know it was, awful. It, it was just an awkward interaction yeah because i wanted to make sure when he walked past you could definitely tell he had had an accident we're like Dang. i just felt really bad about it yeah. so it was an odd interaction but other than that <laughs> 10 out of 10 would recommend it was it was a nice place there i fairly priced Yes, it honestly reminded me a lot of Moggers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but a little, but cheaper. Yeah, I like Moggers, but which actually, <laughs> I, I shouldn't. I don't even know why I'm saying this. By the time we hear this, I'll be down to one job, guys. Yeah. Moggers has been very fun, but I finally <laughs> had to part ways because I'm so stressed. It's okay. 
So yeah, by the more time more time for you guys. By the time you're hearing this, I will be on my last day at Moggers. So exciting stuff, exciting moves, more time dedicated to the podcast. That is literally eighty <laughs> percent of the reasoning. Mm-hmm. So we'll reel it back in. Sorry, I just want to tell the world. Like I'm also saying it to like ensure that I actually stick with the plan. Yeah. I've gone back you on my promise once before. not. Kelsey, you're I done. You quit. It's over. Okay. Gosh, we got way off. Shoo. We had dinner whew, in a really here, cool sorry. place. <laughs> Hopefully, it will pop up here in, in our, the... our next episodes coming up. I, I don't know. It was like the next episode? No, just next. In the nearish future. I've, you're just now catching up to me, I'll tell you. I was like kind of sneaking some drinks while you were okay. I it's not a competition. Look, I, I sat there and said, wow, you're just now getting up. I wasn't paying attention. Sorry. Go on. I'm just not going to finish this. Just pouring that, huh? It's a six ounce glass. Nah. I probably poured six oh, ounces. Oh, I was, I was, the glass you're holding is not six ounces. No, it's probably 12. But yep. oh my gosh. We got to stop. Sorry, folks. Eventually, we're going to have video pod- podcasting. And you can just see. You want to see not. a you're nightmare see for real? For how real? distracted we get. Anyway, we have dinner. We leave. I'll stop talking about the restaurant. We <laughs> ate. It was lovely. Thank you. We'll be back, I'm sure. We left. And Ooh, finally, <laughs> not realizing how much time had passed, uh, I realized when I had to go back over those, the voice recorder, and I was like, Jesus. But we head back yeah. to the gravesite. And we show up and thank the Lord. I mean, I've already told you I had to listen to the recording, but the voice recorder was still there. Not so good news. One, it was there. Two, it was there because we went to go grab the other voice recorder and guess who left it sitting in the dining room? It was me. So we only had I wondered why we only had the one. Because I grabbed it. I was holding it. I was like, let's go, guys. And then I sat it down to get all my stuff together and I never picked it back up. So it's a good thing that it didn't get stolen because we would have nothing. Yikes. Oh my god. That'd be very sad. Well, we tried to do some video recording when we got there. I'll be honest, it's n- wasn't really even enough to do anything with because we didn't we were just not prepared. I don't know what happened to us. The cameras weren't charged, neither. Of and them. so between the two of us, I think we got 13 to 15 minutes of content. <laughs> of yeah, content so it was just not between two cameras. Didn't do well on that. No. So, but we had almost three hours of voice recording. Mm, neat. <laughs> Didn't realize how long we stayed at the restaurant. <laughs> it was a good time. Oh, it was good. I'm glad we stayed. But man, <laughs> having to go over that stuff. But I will say, we kept recording we didn't shut the voice recorder off right then Mm -mm. we went ahead and picked it up and just picked up as if we had just gotten there and started asking questions like we normally do on our other voice recorders or on our other trips i should say yeah so we start talking to nancy all of us were aware that there were other bodies found in the in the grave site so we're asking you know if nancy's here or if anyone else is here that wants to talk to us you can talk into this little voice recorder we have. We did break out the EMF, which honestly, little to no activity on that that I saw. Uh, nothing out of the ordinary. Um, we, the first, 
like two minutes standing there we saw a car coming down the road and we're like oh okay well let's just we'll let it pass we'll step off to the side why is it a state trooper (laughs) like we're like you got to be kidding me we just got back and of course it feels like we haven't done anything because we physically haven't done anything the voice recorder has been doing all the legwork and we were afraid he was going to slam on the brakes, whip it around. Uh, man, I think he was already done with his shift for he the day. He had better things to do. Yeah, he's like, peace out, y'all. Have fun. <laughs> so I think really maybe because it is such a popular place, maybe he did a drive-by and was like, well, they're not spray painting. They're not knocking things over. I'll just leave them. We're respectful. We are. We will say that a hundred times over. It doesn't matter. I know we're going to places that maybe we shouldn't be visiting at night, but never have we ever like broken anything stole anything defaced anything nah. and you shouldn't either that's for dummies stupid dumb mad. <laughs> <laughs> anyways sorry about that <laughs> let me get my my composure here thankfully the state trooper did not come oh back oh my god and we continued to record and we didn't get anything in the moment we didn't hear anything with our own ears nothing popped up on the emf the cameras were a bust couldn't do a whole lot with that and it was pitch black anyway i couldn't pick anything up on my camera yeah maddie used a still camera for a little bit she also she used a polaroid and then like a digital still and i don't think anything with the polaroid it was really dark the still she had pulled it up and right when she started it there was an inexplicable red dot in the middle of the screen and then it went away and we just never saw it again but that's the most we got as far as visuals go and we are right next to the water so the potential for bugs flying across the screen and creating orb like yeah i orb like spots anomalies yes it's so many bugs again man i'm tired of mosquitoes i'm so sick of it so done <laughs> So a little deflated and not realizing we didn't spend as much time there as I thought. It was very relatively quick. Out of some of the places we've been, I thought we stood there a lot longer, but... Between not really feeling a whole lot, there was still more cars than we would have liked. Mm-hmm. And no little to no activity that we could see or hear. Mm-hmm. It was Physical. just very hard to keep staying yes especially with the humidity the bugs heat traffic god dang heat just everything we decided to go ahead and pack up and i think and we felt comfortable doing that only because we knew that we had so much time already put into the voice recorder they were like you know we don't feel anything right now that's not a good sign right we talked about how we hate leaving so soon at some places but sometimes you just you can just feel it you just know yeah there's nothing there and we don't have all night unlike some people no especially with an almost two hour drive home you don't want to be there till midnight and then realize huh, i'm not getting home till 2 a.m that sucks i'm tired of doing that <laughs> so we go back home and listen to the voice recorder now one thing i will say about doing it this way leaving it and not being there is we do have to be very skeptical of the sounds we hear because we're we weren't there to confirm or no one was there to say oh that was a one of us stepped on a stick or that was a cow or something like that yeah it got to the point there's so much content that we had to say unless it is pretty much in your face mm-hmm. don't don't try to dissect it it didn't really feel worth it 
Yeah, because I kind of went through it with a fine tooth comb at first, but the longer I listened, I was like, okay, that's I can tell that's a farm animal now, or I can tell what this is. And it, it got to the point where I could tell when cars were coming down the road. And I said, oh, there's going to be a car in about 15 seconds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it picked up sound far away. Ooh, yeah, I'm really surprised at the range on that. Genuinely surprised. That was pretty good. But that isn't to say that we didn't get anything. No. You don't always have to be there asking questions constantly trying to provoke a spirit to talk to you. If you leave them alone long enough, especially with something like a residual spirit, you're going to pick something up whether you're there or not. Yeah. And I don't know if that's what we have. We listened and listened and listened. And even with a super skeptical ear, there are things that None kind of, us of startled us. Yes. Mm -hmm. The first, within the first 10 minutes, I have notated a couple of things in the voice recorder, like breathing and not just, it's not the wind. I'm telling you it's not the winds. It's almost like someone's up next to it going, and it, it, it's, it's this labored, quiet breathing. Mm-hmm. I, at one point, almost heard coughing. Yeah. Yeah. Like someone clearing their throat, maybe. Like that type of cough. Mm-hmm. Footsteps, I wrote down at first, but it's so hard to say if it wasn't an animal off right. in the distance. We will say there is no walking path here. If someone is walking down this county road, that is 100% on them. There is not a sidewalk. There's, there's no safe place to walk. No. So if someone's walking by... You're walking in the middle of a county road. And actually, we have examples of if <laughs> people are walking by for comparison. We did have some legitimate visitors. Yeah. <laughs> now, about 13 minutes, so this is maybe three minutes after we left in the voice recorder, there is one that startled all of us because I have it like start, 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 yeah. is this really heavy breathing in the voice recorder it's not often it's not even like standing a few feet away it is in the recorder right and like i said there's no there is no walkways if for some reason it was a person we didn't hear their footsteps approaching we didn't hear their footsteps leaving there's coins all over that place we could hear when we came back through the voice recorder the crunching of coins which oh was God, unbearable awful. just out of nowhere this heavy breath, like, right on the voice recorder. Mm -hmm. And it's not, it's not wind. I don't, this no. thing was in between the brick and the flowers. It was kind of buried, because with all the cars driving past, we never heard, heard the whoosh of wind either. No. Well, I listened to enough cars drive by on that recording and heard, I knew, I knew what the wind sounded like when the car was approaching, that I was able to say that there was a car coming, and then 15, 20 seconds later, there's a car. It, like there was that much of a delay. So I knew the car was very distinct and this was not a car. It wasn't the aftermath of a car. It wasn't a car approaching. This is, it sounds like someone breathing heavily into the voice recorder. And that was 10 minutes after we left. No, nah, that messed me up a little bit. I'm not mm -hmm. going to lie. About, uh, about seven minutes later, it, it's almost 20 minutes into the recording, we get our favorite now i don't know if it's actually saying something or again if it's another sigh but it sounds like a hey 
I don't know if we've got a spirit following us that really just wants to get our attention. Like, it's probably a little kid, and after about 15 more sites, it's going to be like, got games. (laughs) Got games on your phone. (laughs) With the little, like, fruit fruit punch ring around their mouth. Oh, my God. (laughs) Orange fingers, not really sure from what. (laughs) I hate it. I've got my, again, no kids. No 11 children for me. Well, and to going back to the recording to lend a hand to that hey within the next two minutes there's two other noises that we can't really say belongs to some type of animal or something else it's almost it at one point it sounds like somebody sneezes Mm -hmm. and then there's another uh a sound it's an inaudible sound we can't figure out if it's saying something or if it's just making noise but these are back to back yeah now Again, I could say maybe it was a person walking by or something, but later we actually do have a visitor where someone shows up and you hear their car pull up and they go, oh, this is it, Nancy Barnett. Mm-hmm. And it's It was very obvious when it was a living person because then later down the recording, a guy was walking down the street with his dog. Mm-hmm. And I you could, could hear the breathing of the dog. Yeah. And how, and you know, you know, that dog was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it wasn't as loud as some things we heard. No. Mm-mm. Way, way later. There's some other like sounds here and there, but nothing that we could necessarily pinpoint as supernatural or otherwise. But about an hour into the recording, we pick up a really weird sound. And this is what I mean by the residual thing is there was a lot of. Mm, breathing and moaning happening suggestive noises yeah and i think i don't know it sounded very sexual to me to be blunt yes yeah and so is this if it is a family plot we have a husband and a wife maybe who they had 11 children (laughs) folks it was very um uncomfortable it was a moan that made me feel weird it's like when you're trying when you're watching titanic with your parents and it gets to the car scene you're like oh i don't want to look at the that's kind of how i felt listening to it it did it sounded like a moan and i don't know how else to say it which is kind of creepy but at the same time uncomfortable because you're like oh what am i listening to right now mm-hmm. i will say there is one part it's not supernatural the sound but it is very freaky there's a part where all of the farm animals freak the f out like yeah. they all and first of all i thought there were only cows but we think we hear chickens and donkeys and some un earthly animal like uh, it yeah. like breathes in and then does this weird like <laughs> out it's messed up it was scary and it lasted for a solid minute or so and then all of a sudden all of it stops at the same time yeah i don't know what caused it i didn't hear any cars driving by i didn't hear anyone uh nothing in the woods next to it just nothing and there was one other time after the, it was either, I can't remember if it was before or after the animals freak out, but there was a point where we think, now this one did, with the moan, it did sound on the sensual side, but this other sound we heard that we can't really, again, it's so hard because we're not there, so I know that everything is up for debate at this point, but it almost sounds like a woman gasping, like yeah. she's scared. And it's, 
Yeah, no, that one, because you, I think, thought it was something like a sneeze. Like, Another breathing If you hear thing. the inflection in a weird way, I suppose I could hear that. The second I heard it, I was like, that's a woman gasping, like almost in fear. Mm-hmm. I mean, could it be a sexual gasp? I don't know. I'd be, never, I'm not, <laughs> no. I'd be scared too. Men, right? <laughs> oh, yikes. So, so to say that I, I think the experiment we tried of leaving the voice recorder alone and just letting nature take its course, quite literally, mm-hmm. I think it was a success. We got more stuff on this. Well, and we also got to leave it a lot longer because of how we did it. Because we eat slow. Because <laughs> <laughs> we are slow eaters. We got a, a lot on this. And I understand it's not super definitive like i'm a ghost we didn't get anything like that but man some of the stuff we got is creepy sounding like if you donate to our patreon you've heard our evps in the past and some of them we've gotten some pretty weird ones but there are some where it's like if you listen really closely i don't think any of these you really have to listen very closely Mm -mm. because we i we didn't get anything that was a solid word except for maybe that hey maybe Mm -hmm. everything else is just a lot of sounds but they're not animal sounds and they're not being made by people passing cars yeah so i feel pretty good about it i think some of this might make it onto patreon i believe so yes at least at least three of them at least three that's what i was thinking too yeah and i just again i kind of again i also like how we did this because the resi- we didn't feel anything. I didn't feel squat. And I said it multiple times. I honestly tried a little provoking towards the end. I was like, I don't think this place is haunted. I don't think you're really here. Like, there's supposed to be seven of you here and not one of you wants to show up right now. I just didn't... I felt comfortable. The only thing I felt uncomfortable about was, like, if a car came flying by and didn't pay attention. Yes. Other than that, supernaturally speaking, nothing. Not a thing. Mm-hmm. But That's not to say it's not haunted though because with the residual haunting correct that's what i was gonna say i don't know if i don't know if you'd always feel residuals because residual just happens in the time that it happened and so would you feel it i don't know yeah because it it just happens all the time it just Mm -hmm. happens regularly depending on the time of year the time of day the weather conditions all that right so hmm I think we picked a good time, especially they said that she likes to, that was her favorite spot over the water. So I think summertime was a really good time to visit this one. Yes. I liked it. Well, I I suppose that's something we could talk about in the rating. Our rating. Yeah, that's that's it. it, Yeah. That's all I've got. Yep. All right. So let's get to rating this, which first would be historical accuracy. First thing we'll rate. Historical accuracy on a scale of zero to five. Mm-hmm. Five being their absolute definitive proof. Zero being there's not a god dang thing in sight. Right, which I'm already ready. Per- Personally, I'm ready. <laughs> I also did okay, the history. I feel like so. I'm being, I don't know. Okay. All right, ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Five. I almost went a four. I thought I was being way too... I'm giving it a five because the family is there. The grandson probably may still be alive to this day to defend the honor. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I I was going to go with a four originally. I'm going to go... I'm going to go ahead and go with the four. And I want to give it a five. I, I do... 
the haunted history was kind of meh on it. Yeah. But yeah. the more I we keep talking about this residual haunting, if she just lived her life and lived on that farm and the haunting isn't, I mean, it's not necessarily spooky. It's just you're catching a glimpse into the past of her life you yeah. know like she'd sit there out and look out the water and who knows she probably made love under a tree out there we don't know it was the early 1800s what else was there to do really <laughs> yeah. i mean they were having kids left and right so not much time for anything else really <laughs> gross who knows what was going on out there but yeah it i don't know what stopped me from giving a five but i'll bump it to four definitely i panicked that's okay. I mean, I feel like it's always a little skewed for the person that does the history, so. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So next is scare level? Yeah. Mm. Okay. You yeah. good? Yep. Three, two, one, one. zero. I'm giving it a full-blown zero, and I don't do that Why often. am I, I think doing I've done this? It once. I was scared of doing the zero. You know, okay, I will say haunted in in the terms of hauntedness zero for me yes it's a zero i even, not one time did i feel uncomfortable mm -mm. did i feel a presence even really? hearing the evidence that we got didn't scare me i was more excited that's true yeah it wasn't true. nothing creeped me out except yeah it was just more like an excitement like oh my god we actually got something not that we've ever fabricated anything or like hyped anything up this was just like dang it that's really it isn't it mm -hmm. okay zero okay a half point i don't know <laughs> i don't want to go full blown on any <laughs> anything okay so last thing will be believability, believability. yes okay I'm good. I'm what? apparently Why I'm just going with my gut. I'm too I'm too deep glasses in apparently. <laughs> I mean, more than half the bottle's gone. Whoops, Daisy. Okay. Oh. Um, <laughs> believability. Oh gosh. Okay. Ready? Yep. Three, two, one, four. four. Yes. Yeah. There it is. We did it. Because because of the residual, like it doesn't always have to be scary. It doesn't always have to be bumps in the night. Like the residual. If you donate to our Patreon, which we will mention about t two more times at least here in a few minutes, uh -huh. you will get this content and you will hear that maybe it's a place that you have to visit to really convince yourself of the validity of it. But to me, it's some of the most solid EVPs we've ever gotten. I think this is such a strange one for us because we're saying it's not scary at all. But it's definitely haunted. Yes. <laughs> like, how weird. I don't know. I think this may be a first. It's a comfortable haunted. Yeah. Uh, the only thing is the cars. It's the, the physical safety of it. It has nothing to do with the hauntedness. If it were a th just in a field like that, oh, I'd be down to just, like, throw a blanket down and hang out. And oh, like, yeah. Like, hey, Nancy. Right. So I guess that just leaves the overall, given all of the information that we've gotten. It's a weird one, but I feel like I know what I want to give it. Same. Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one, three. Mm. Why did you go down on me? Because. Gross. So <laughs> that, I, oh, man. I don't if want I anyone hit, else saying anything stupid, so I'm going to say it I now. If I could punch you if my arms weren't so short. Oh, God. <laughs> no, it. I'm just meeting in the middle, neat that old Georgia pine, oh, and on Delana Delanaga, Georgia. Georgia, yeah. So 
because it's it's really not scary, but it's pretty darn haunted. I'm gonna meet in the middle. That's okay. I, it. Was a very basic thought process for me. I, I am a simple person just because it is an interesting place. It and is, and we yes. did get. Mm-hmm. I feel like some really good evidence uh, here at this place so i suppose i I could take into effect and to account the fact that it's a it is a unique spot to visit so if that's the case a four for the sake of like how often do you see a full-blown grave slash cemetery in the middle of the road right and the smallest cemetery we've ever been to (laughs) all of us could stand on the cemetery and cover about 80 percent of it yeah yep it's odd Weird, so okay, fun little three find. to four, but it, it's a good place to visit. It's a unique place to visit. If you're going for something scary, don't waste your time. If you're going for something interesting, go. Yeah, agreed. Simple. That's, Keep it yeah. simple. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so I think that's it. I, yeah, I think that wraps it up. This was a fun one. I wasn't sure about it. No, I know. When we were leaving, because I always do the driving, not that I dislike it. I like driving, but every time, because when I drive, I'm just sitting and stewing over the events of the day and what we saw and what we experienced, what we didn't experience. And I'm just like, man, this is going to be a rough episode. I don't know what's going to happen. I did. I thought it was going to be a bust. Mm -hmm. Which I hate giving you guys those. Yeah, surprised and delighted. Mm Mm-hmm. We were. We were very scared because physically we didn't experience anything. We're like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? Like, we don't want to deliver another sad story. But on the flip side, that is the point of this podcast is everyone has their local legends. Mm-hmm. And so we're just going to see if you guys are full of a bunch of crap. That, yeah, that's <laughs> true. And we don't have the expendable funds like Ghost Adventures or BuzzFeed Unsolved. Be like, well, that place sucked. Let's like go. That. Find another one until we do get something. Let's just head over to England for a second. Right? Like, what do you... What? Well, if you, pay, if you guys gave us money, we could. Oh, Which, we'll get there. on that note, <laughs> Megan, you want to see us out? I will. Okay, well, if you guys liked this episode and you want to check out some other places that we visited and things we've talked about, you can go to our website at orsotheysaypod.com where you can check all of that out. And visit our social media where we try to keep you updated uh, with where we're going, give you a little funnies here and there. And we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Or So They Say Pod. And we're going to, this hopefully, maybe the last time we mention it, if you want to get access to this extra content that we're talking about, the EVPs. This um, episode. We're going to mention it all the time, but this episode. Uh, well, yeah, that's what I mean. The The last time this episode that I'll, I'll say <laughs> this is you can donate to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash or so they say pod. And you can donate anything from a dollar all the way up to $10. We're working on getting you guys some extra stuff for the more that you donate, of course. But Anything, even as small as a dollar a month, that's it, guys. One dollar a month will get you access to all of our bonus content. So the EVPs that we upload, we've got some videos on there. I don't really think we've uploaded any stills because we haven't gotten anything super... Not really, no. ...substantial yet. Ooh. Yet. But anything that we do find that's just like, holy crap, we've got to share this, it's going on our Patreon, and a dollar a month will get you that. If you don't... If you can't do the the monthly subscription, we get it. It's okay. We do have our PayPal that you can do a one-time donation. You don't get access to that extra stuff, but we appreciate every little bit that you guys give us, monetary or not. Mm -hmm. And the PayPal will be linked on our website. 
If you want to support us in a more tangible way, you can do that by visiting our merch at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod, where we've got several different designs, fun little catchphrases that we say on here all the time, (laughs) Uh, anything you could possibly want, shirts, hats, mugs, masks, bags, so on and so forth. Won't be needed much longer. Get your vaccines. Right. If you're getting your vaccines, you may not need those masks. But if you want to remember 2020, a why? nice little memento of the <laughs> pandemic that you went through, you can get yourself some get of that. Get yourself there. something nice. Yeah. Treat yourself. <laughs> go, go to our merch and check that out. And last but not least, if you check out our previous episode you'll notice that it was a listener episode which we've done a few up to this point a listener episode is where we have you guys send in your stories and then we turn around and we share those stories with the rest of our listeners so if you've been anywhere spooky anywhere unique like the grave in the middle of the road if you've experienced something just unbelievably scary no one believes you guess what we'll believe you send us your stories at to <laughs> send your stories to or so they say pod at gmail.com and we can get them on our next listener episode which is every first thursday of the month or if you're feeling real crazy and you just like to talk as much as we do we could possibly set something up to maybe get you on the show we could do that via phone call zoom call or i don't know if you get your vaccines we can get you in here physically <laughs> you can meet my cats you can meet my i was gonna say disruptive cats but she hasn't been in here knock on wood don't, lots of wood because i lifted the carpet there's yeah. tons of wood to knock on now you have hardwood why would you cover this hard wood barbara quit quit why nancy. would you do this nancy yes yeah. <laughs> and i guess that isn't the last thing yeah. i will say <laughs> Of course, at the very least, if you don't have the funds, you don't have the means, I'll 100% understand that. Unfortunately, yeah. on a very personal level, you <laughs> could, all you can, if all you can do is rate and review us wherever you're listening to right now, that is so, so, so appreciated because those rates and those reviews are what help us get to new listeners and to share our stories and our crazy experiences with people all around the globe because we have touched several countries at this point, which Mm is insane to think about. And not to toot our own horns, but uh, we have a full five stars on iTunes. Mm -hmm. A solid five stars. A solid five stars. So you're you're leaving reviews, you're leaving comments and things like that is what shows other people like it's basically the for you page if you like it more people will see it so get to like and get to commenting because we appreciate (laughs) it we need constant uh what is the word um i was gonna say reassurance but it's not reassurance i need constant validation validation there (laughs) it is i need it always (laughs) so that covers everything i believe yes good lord we're done. It's over. Yay! <laughs> it was a long one, but a good one. It was good. I'm glad. Okay. I liked that. So we'll see you guys next week for another new scary place. Yes. The end. <laughs> see you then. Okay. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> Mixing and music by Kelsey Ingram. Cover art is by Cody Mason. Visit us at our website, or so they say pod.com where you can donate to our Patreon or PayPal, check out our merch at redbubble.com, and find links to all our social media. 
Episodes can be found on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcast. If you like what you hear, don't forget to leave us a glowing review. Thanks for listening, and see you next week.